Okay, new Mishnah at the bottom of the page on Daf Tes on Dalit Amid Base. Also, by cases of rape and seduction, it's a leniency and a stringency. How does that work? It doesn't make a difference what the stature of the girl is that he either raped or seduced, which obviously should make a big difference in how much, you know, how bad the act should be and how much you should have to pay. It's the same 50 slum that you have to pay. However, there are other payments. The payments of Boshes, of shame, and Pegam. That's subjective to both parties. The person who did the embarrassing, the person who was embarrassed, makes a big difference who's doing the embarrassing, who's being embarrassed. And that, part, that other payment would indeed be a factor. Okay, now am I? Why is this true? Maybe the 50 slum covers for everything. It's a full package, and, it's, and that's all you owe, period. 50 slum. How do you know that there's also dam- the separate damage for shame and embarrassment? So, would you say? that if somebody has relations with a, a daughter of a king, it's the same 50 silver coin as a, as a regular person? It doesn't make sense. So I'm like, bye, if that's your logic, you could have a slave that, is a, that, that, that does very fine work of uh, pokes, you know, makes the, the holes in the pearls, which is a very highly specialized ex- expertise, which is extremely valuable to the master, and it's the shloshim. It's the same thirty shekel. Uh, and the other one is just a plain tailor. Um, uh, and shloshim, it's the same thirty. How could that be? Elam Rav Zira. There clearly, Rav Zira says uh, it's not the reason. If uh, here's the story. If uh, somebody, let's say, would have two people would have relations with this woman, one had relations. In the abnormal way, not the, not in the normal way of relations, and the other one had it normal. So in they would both be chayev for rape here. Well, they're both considered an act of rape. The one who did it in the abnormal way and the one who did it in the normal way, because she's still considered halachically a virgin since the first uh, act was not didn't re- remove her virginity. Okay, so therefore yomru bal baguma chamishim. How can you say it's not the same thing? This one was someone who was already damaged, so to speak, and the other one wasn't, and it's the same price. So, and therefore the pagam is different. It makes sense that, that, that you should have to that, that, that you should have to pay separately. So, so says, same thing with the slave. Yomru eved bari, a healthy slave. Shiloshim is thirty. Evan Mukashrin, Shloshim is same thirty. Well, that also doesn't make any sense. So don't tell me that this that there's a logic by Pagamas that that it should have to be different. El Amar Bayis or Bayis, you want to know why we said that you do pay for the shame and the Pagam separately? Because Tachas Asher Ina, that the payment of the fifty slime of the fifty silver coins is for the act of relations alone, just that. Because that's besides for the act. 
You understand? So the 50 is covering a limited piece of this uh, picture. The Tachas HaShirina, that's what you're paying for. That's separate from that. Rav Amar, Rav says, Damakar, the Bible says, Isha Ima. He mentions Isha Ima. The act of lying with her itself, that's the 50. Indicating that there's other factors as well. That's the shame and the pagam, the fact that the, the, the differential in her, in her marketability, so to speak, as a, as a, as a wife. And uh, that all has to be paid. Now that's the story, and that brings us to the new Mishnah. Okay. Bimotzi Shemra as well. Moti Shemer, just to recap what the halach of Moti Shemer is. Moti Shemer is a case where a person um, a person married a woman who was supposed to be a virgin and uh, and then after he, they had relations, he claims that uh, he wants to divorce her because she was not a virgin. Okay, And uh, turns out that he made up a story, really she was a virgin. So he has a special penalty that he must pay the father a hundred silver coins. Okay, yeah. Well, how, how does a person know whether she was or wasn't? I mean, like, the parents uh, would have to prove that. Yeah, I've heard stories about where they put animal blood on their wedding night. They put it into the on the bed to make you know to like, to make it appear that she was a virgin. Make it appear that she was a virgin. Yeah. Well, anyway, the bottom line is that there's a, there's a way that they can prove it. It's with witnesses and, and that were watching her the whole time or something like that. And, uh, and it's only in the, from the point of he had established that she was a virgin from up until the, the period of betrothal. And, there, and they had her you know, watched, protected. Yeah, that's the story. I, I know there are certain rules and regulations, you know, about... Uh, what is kosher and what's not kosher, but on your wedding night and everything, person, if a guy, uh, you know, I know we don't, we don't believe in oral sex. Okay, so not, this is not a good discussion for that. If Sorry. you look before you have intercourse and everything, you can look and see if that little film or what they call the cherry. Okay, I don't know. All right, well, that's, that, that was, that's not what we're talking committed. about. Okay. No, no you're not allowed to look in that area halakhically. I understand, but halakhic, listen, okay. The halakha is that that's not appropriate. Okay, to, it's not for, you're not supposed to, it's not, unless you're a doctor, you're not supposed to be looking. Okay, that's the halakha. Okay. But, uh, all right, let's, uh, okay. No, it's a fair question. Grant you. Fair question. All right, now, so it's halakha How do you get a leniency in the stringency? Okay, whether you're uh, saying something about the most important person, which is obviously a huge scandalous a statement, or the most minor one of Israel, doesn't change. It's the same no sela. You still owe the same 100 sela. Now what's interesting is, is Nimza, you find that the claim of, of, of an act is worse than the act itself. Okay, Nimza, that's the point over here. Ha'omer b'fiv, what one says with their mouth, chomer min is even worse than yeah. doing the act. The act of rape only pays 50. The one claiming that this woman was, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, was, no, was actually did an act, untrue, 
that has to pay a hundred. Okay, double the amount. Okay, All of a sudden, this is very timely. That the punishment for the Jewish people that didn't allow them to enter Eretz Yisrael, Bamidbar Ela Lashonar was because of Lashonar Shenemar Veinatso We just read in the parsha Parshlach that they tested me ten times, and this is the final. The final one was because of Lashonara. They said bad about Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so now Mimai, how do you know? Dilma Mishom Garim Laktala. Why do you say that it's because they said something bad? And that's so you see how bad it is to speak bad. That's true. The problem is, is that they're claiming a claim that would render her obliged to the death penalty. That's kind of serious, okay? That's not just saying talk, okay? Yeah. If the, it was true, the matter, then they, they take her out and kill her. It says very clearly why you're paying. Because you let it say bad about her, that's why you're paying. Because you said a bad thing about her, that's what you're paying for. So the payment is not because you caused her a risk that she might get death penalty, but because you you made up a story of saying bad about somebody else. Now, and that's true what happened in the desert with the ten spies. Okay? Mimai, how do you know that that's what happened? Maybe it wasn't that the sin of the Lashon Hara of the ten spies was so bad, but rather it was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, as they were doing more and more bad things, this is the final one that says, okay, that's it. God says, enough, I'm done with them. They're not going to enter. The last time. Now, God doesn't punish man. You fill the container, and when it starts overflowing, then God says, okay, that's it. Okay? But he has a certain amount that he'll allow. Okay? Correct. Yeah, but the I call it. We use it interchangeably and over here. And actually, by the spies, it was actually not true either. What? It was lush. It was true. Why? I mean, was it true what they said about Eretz Yisrael, or was it untrue? They said the truth in a negative way. Uh, well, I don't know how you say it. I mean, well, it was he saying the truth, or I mean, the, they, they presented facts. The yeah, facts. initially it was all factual, and then they started. Uh, yeah, their they started off with. Yeah, but they. I mean, it's not very clear. I mean, I, I could hear it both ways. I mean, Moti uh, Shemra, the false connotation is also false. So to me, I, I mean, anyway, that's why it's blurred lines between Lush and Hara. But initially, it was all fact. They said it was a, a deed of land flowing with milk and honey. Look at the, veg, the fruits we took from it. They were giants and fortified cities. It was all factual. And then it's when they said that we, we cannot succeed, we're midgets compared to them. No, but they did That's say... They no, but they, no, but they did say no. Eretz, it's a land that eats oh, in, it's it's inhabitants. That's, right. That's where they actually said... But that was said. true. They were seeing all these uh, funerals. Oh, Even that was factual-based. It's well, based on fact. That's the thing. Right. You could have things based on fact, and then you could have facts. Okay. But okay. the first Zion is they came to ask the soil yeah. to dry the swamps, and they died from, from all the down from the swamps. Right. So, so that's correct. See that? So no. there's not Shemra, you can say. 
So yeah. when you buy the field, it's like the, the woman is like the field. Difficult. That's another story. Yeah. That's an, another beginning. Is that what he meant when he said that the land or the field is like milk and honey? No. Like getting married? No. Nope. Nothing to do. As far as I know, milk and honey was a specific event. There's a description of that the land would produce such uh, such abundance but you that the, could be like that. Well, that's, we don't. Right? I never heard it in that parallel. Okay, I'm just saying. I never I heard such a thing. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. That's good. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So the Okay. So now So that's the idea. Maybe it was the last thing. So the Gemara says, "Shenemer below sveiko yatsarlo." It's only after you fill your you know, there was you fill your stat sheet, so to speak, with Averos, and then once it's overflowing, that's when God starts to punish, not right away. So Rishlakish, Rishlakish says that Makra, the Pasuk says, This, that means this thing particular was what, it wasn't just the straw, it was the thing that finalized it, and it was a special seal because of the Lashon Hara. Okay. Now Tanya will learn that by some Rabbis and part of Borei Kamagodol Koach Shalashanor. See how powerful slanderous talk is. Minal Mimragum learn from the spies. Oma Motzi Shemar Leitzim Avodim. After all, who did they speak bad about? Wood, stones, Kach, and look what happened. Hamotzi Shemar Al Chaver. Somebody says false facts on a friend. Allah has come and become. Can you imagine a person who has feelings who gets uh, who gets hurt? That's much worse. So says, Memai, how do you know that that's what's so bad about the spies? Maybe the reason why the spies were punished was because of worse things that they said. Because what Rab Bar Papa says, they said a might they said a very big thing. What they say? The nations of the land in Israel are stronger than us. What does that mean? Mimenu? Altikri? Not stronger than us, but stronger than God, so to speak. So to speak, they're so mighty that even the master, meaning God, can't get his things out of there. So he lost control. To say that is blasphemous. No, Amarish Lakish. The Pazuk says, Why they die? Because they said bad about the land. That's what they're punished for. Okay. Tanya will learn the Bison, Rabbi Yehuda, Esther Nisyonis Nisa Avasinah Lagash Berchu. There were 10 bad things that we did in the desert. Shnaim Biyam, two at the time of the Yamsuf, crossing the Red Sea. Oshnaim b'mayim two with water where we needed water. Oshnaim b'man two related to the man. Oshnaim b'slav two related to the slav, the the quail. Achas be'egel one with the calf, and achas b'mid baparan which is the spies. How do you get all these ten things? Oshnaim b'am achas b'irida when they went into the ocean. Achas b'aliyah when they got out. B'irida d'chsev hamibliyeng for him b'mitzrayim. They were like, oh, why did God take us out? Because there were no cemeteries in, 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 left in, in Egypt because we there was, ran out of room. That's why he took us here. That's, that's uh, saying bad about God. And Baaliyah, Kid Rafuna, Dam Rafuna, Yisrael Shabbos, Yadar, Bikitani, Amon, Ayyam, 
they did not believe, they were weak in their belief. Like Rabbi Mari says, what did they, they rebelled against God in the Yamsuf and he saved them for his name. They were deniers, they were rebellious. What did they say? Just like we were able to make it out on this side, we're still in trouble. The Egyptians are, got out the other way, we got this side. So God had to prove it to them that that's not true. The Egyptians drowned. How did he do that? He told the, uh, the Tsar, the officer in charge of the ocean, throw them out to the dry land. Mass of the universe. I got a beautiful gift here. This is going to feed my fish for a whole, you know, for a long time. All these dead people, and now you're taking it away. I mean, that's like uh, that's not right. So God said, "Don't worry, I'll pay you back with interest." Let me finish. I'll pay you back with interest. Okay, fun of meaning. In the time of Sisra, this is only 600 chariots. You're going to get 900 chariots. That's one and a half times. Who's going to guarantee that? I can't ask. I'm a slave. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm your servant. If you don't pay me, keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say that. I'm alone. Don't worry. The, the, the Nachal Kishon that feeds the ocean, it'll, it'll be my guarantor. So don't worry about it. Miad potently abasha, and you could ask the guarantor for the money. Okay, miad potently abasha. So he kicked out, he spit out the the people. They finally were able to see it that in fact God performed the miracle. Okay. Bottom line is it was rebellious. So that's two. Shnayim b'mayim. What are the two in the water? Bimara that they complained the water is bitter, etc. Or berfidim that they also complained about the water later two times. They came to Mara, they could not drink. And they complained to Moshe. They settled in Fidim. And there was no water to drink. They complained to Moshe. Again, two with the man. Where they find complained with them? What did they do wrong with the man? With the, with the man? The answer is, it says, don't go out. And they all went out. Don't go out on Shabbos to look for the man, and they went out. Al Tasiru, it says, don't leave over, and guess what? Some yeah, people left over by Yusiru. So therefore, that's twice. Shnayim Bislav, the two with the Slav, Rishon, uh, or Bislav Sheni. There's the Slav Rishon and the Slav Sheni. There was two events with the Slav. It happened twice in the, in the Torah, describing the story, complaining that we don't have meat, they were hungry for meat, and that was the story twice with the Slav. Now, um, that's one, and that's the second time. Everyone knows the story of the Egel, that's the ninth one, and that's the story of the Miraglim. So there's the ten, ten times that they went against God in the desert. Now, what does this mean, this, part, this verse in Tehillim? What more can I give you and what can I add to you? Deceitful tongue. God tells the tongue. All the limbs of man are in standing position. And you're lying position. 
That's to tell you something. You don't wake up your tongue if it's not necessary to talk. Number one. Okay. All the other parts of the body are visible outside. Okay? You're inside. What does that tell you? Maybe you shouldn't go out into the... You know, uh, to, you know uh, I think there's like a hint not to reveal what secret, what not supposed to be told to others. Not only did I put you inside, but I put two walls on you. The wall of bone, that's the teeth. The wall of flesh, which is the lips. I gave you so many reminders to be careful what you say. I can't, what more do you want from me? By speaking Lashonara, it's like denying God. When you speak whatever you want, you're saying also who is the master over us, you're denying God. Another line. You get saras, you get the, the, the leprosy. Also, atzmis. Now, the word atzmis, atzmisus, when we describe omitargamin uh, lechalutin, we know that latzmisus means complete. The word chalutin is a connotation of tzaras, so we use the word muchlat to describe a permanent tzaras or a tzaras that's definite, not a questionable one. And the bottom line is, is uh, so we know that it's referred to Saras. Now, what does that mean? The word Hamitsora is Zostia Torah, this is what happens. Shalmotzi Shemra. Mitsora is like a contraction of Motzi Shemra, where you said false words. Another idea. Does a snake bite without? Uh, what does that mean? All the other animals will come and uh, claim to the snake. Look, the lion, understandably, when he attacks, he attacks to eat. Ze'ev, the wolf, also it's to eat. It's to satisfy themselves. But a snake bites just to bite. Even though he's not eating, he still attacks. What, so, what did, what do you, so why are you like that? So so he tells them, The snake is the example of the Lashon Hara, a person who tells uh, slanderous talk, because it's the same thing. You're biting, you're causing harm without benefiting yourself. What does it help you when you say bad about him? Nothing. It doesn't do anything for you. That's exactly what he's comparing it to. Next, carries his sin all the way to heaven. PM Okay, so the this the the their mouths and their tongues are like filling the world with sin. He deserves to be stoned. also so again, it uh, references the stones being thrown at him. Okay, so the sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will ever harm me. It's the other way around. It's the right. The other way around. It's the speaking that actually deserves to be stoned. Okay, so funny. 
how it connects to that story. Okay. I can't be in the same world as this guy who talks bad about people. Okay? Also, what does that mean? I can't be with him. That's what God's saying. Others say that that's a reference to people who are uh, haughty, high on themselves. And it's really one and the same. A lot of the people who speak mm-hmm. about bad about somebody else is because they have a lot of self-importance. Now, I'm Rav Chizda, I'm Rav Mar Ukva, Kalam Sapra Lashonor, I'm a Kajbrochel, the Sarshal Ganem, Ani, Allah Milmala, Bata Allah Milmata. We're going to be in tandem here, me and you, and beat on this guy, okay? Nidonenu, we'll judge him together. Shenemer Chitzin Kibashinunim, Mgachli Rasamim, and the Chitzin Kibashinunim is with Gachli Rasamim, with coals, you know, uh, fiery coals. What is chitzi gibbishonon? In chitzi that's the tongue. Shenemar chitz shachud lishonam, their tongues is like a sharpened arrow. Mirma diber, and they speak deceit. Ben gibor elakosh berchu, God is the gibor. Shenemar shem ki gibor yetzig, and what's gachler isamim? Hainu genim, that's referring to gehenim. Um, so that's the result of somebody who speaks Lashon Hour. Now, what's the hope? What, how do you fix yourself from speaking Lashon In Talmud Chachamu, if you're a scholar, Yazog B'Torah, study Torah. To heal the tongue, the stick to the Torah. Okay? What if you're a not scholarly, so you can't learn, you don't have the access to that? Then make yourself humble. Okay, it's another idea. That's all if you didn't speak Lashonari yet. But if you spoke already, there's no hope for you. Shekvar Karso David Bracha Kodesh David said, "The speaker, if you already spoke, you're 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 done." Shenema Yachres Hashem Kositzechalakos. God should cut off all those that speak that way. Lashon Medaberes Gedolos Elamata Kanosu Shalo Yabolite Lashonara. You want to be preemptive to avoid coming to that sin. Then that's the two choices. In Talmud Chacham Ul Yasek B'Torah, in Mamarutu Yashpil Taito Shenema V'Salupa Shevruach. Okay, we could uh, just finish this piece. The speaking of Lashon Hara is equivalent to the three grave sins. How do you know? The word, that this talk, tongue, is like gedolos, plural, multiple gadol. Now what is that? Each of those sins are referred to as a great sin with the word gadol. Gila rice, how do you know Gila rice is gadol? Yosef said, How can I do such a great, terrible avera? So the Gemara says, Maybe it's only two. Problem is, you don't know which one to remove, so therefore it's all three. All right, we'll stop over here. We're up to Marova Amri. I got at least close. Okay.